when you're dealing with a Christmas vacation. I wish more movies had theme songs. Christmas time. <laughs> do, 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 do. Animated sequence. Yeah. Dick, now, it's your movie. Please. Dick, Dick, it. Oh, shit. Is it my movie? Did I pick this one? You picked this one. Well, it's Christmas all over again. So, you know, you have to have a little Christmas cheer, little little fun Christmas movie, and this is probably one of the higher-ranking, high-end uh, comedy, Christmas comedies ever made. I would say it's one of my favorites. I've grown up with it. Forever. This scene's not in the movie. I can't tell. I can see that far it's, away. It's a picture of him haggling with the, the oh, Christmas the, tree guy. That's right, yeah. So he gets the saw. Whole deleted scene. Yeah, there's a bunch of, there's about, I think, a good 40 to 50 minutes of deleted scenes from this movie. It's kind of like a planes, trains, and automobile situation where you have an entire DVD devoted to just the outtakes and the, the deleted scenes. Because that's how uh, Hugh, uh, John Hughes wrote. He would write like 150 page scripts and they, you know, they'd only, you know, shoot. Well, they shoot it all, but they don't edit the movie. You're talking about all of a sudden makes it a 90 minute movie, not a two and a half hour movie. And Dan Aykroyd's like 150 pages. <laughs> That's triple that. Pussy, triple pussy that. Pussy shit. I can do that. So triple that. Feel gonna... it with aliens that we cut out. Come on. So, in, in, in honor of the season, it's a Christmas vacation on yes. Hollywood is dead. Hi. That's right. Phoenix West. <laughs> Dick, Dick, it. Uh, John Hughes, 1989, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, and the late, great Randy Quaid. <laughs> Directed by Jeremiah Chekik. And there's a, it was supposed to be Christopher Columbus. Who is smart, so he goes, no, no, Chase is an asshole. I'm going to risk my entire career on that. And John Hughes is like, I get it, man. Just wait a year. <laughs> well, John Hughes maybe said, yeah, I got another script that you might want to yeah. do called Home Alone. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just the goofy idea I had. Why don't you go direct that movie? He's like, sure, why not? Ended up being the biggest movie of like the last 20 years in that period of time, in that, in that era. Chris Columbus made movies that made money. Oh, he does a big hit. Home Alone 1, I remember that came out. That movie that was so fucking huge. The first two Harry Potters. Yeah, that's the, the only man, reason he made Harry Potter. The man makes the man makes money. Um, he hasn't made anything lately, though. I don't think no, he's succeeded. I, I think he's kind of like, he doesn't need to direct if he doesn't want to. So if nothing's no. calling out to him, he's like, yeah, fuck it. Well, he did do Bicentennial Man. That was like a big disaster. I saw that in the theater for free. Oh, oh, God, why? And then, because I was volunteering at the theater. Oh. That was that that era. And then my friend hates that movie because that's the reason he got fired from a video store. (laughs) Because. (laughs) What? uh, He said he was, he worked at Mammoth Video. And I think it later became LA Video in Michigan. That's funny. And he was watching Bicentennial Man. It was on the TV. Against his will. And he's sitting there watching going, this is so shitty. And you're supposed to greet everyone that comes in. And apparently the owner of the entire chain came in. And he's just like, this movie sucks. And just never greeted him. <laughs> so he got fired. So wow. the movie's, that movie's so bad that it got a man fired. Wow. And I think I, actually, I think it fired a lot of people in Hollywood because it bombed so bad. Yeah. A lot of producers that lost their jobs. Robin Williams moment. was the only unaffected person. Well, for a time. I think he had a rush there where he had a bunch of bombs. Yeah. And he kind of didn't recover for a bit. Hey, Death of Smoochie was not short, not long after that. No, that was a big bomb, though. That was a failure. It was, but goddamn. That's a, that's a massive failure. But, man, we we love that movie. We do. Um, Christmas Vacation. Christmas this Vacation. This is the movie that I grew up with. Yeah. Did you, you, is this one that you grew up with? Oh, well, definitely. Was, you had the home video. You'd rent it or watch it on HBO or cable whenever it was on. Mm-hmm. For the holiday season, you have to mandatory watch it and just you know laugh with your family and then move on to the next thing after that. Well, this is back in the era where I had a VHS of it, but it was like it was always on, so you could always watch it. But the version I had, if you want to watch it like off season, I, ha- I caught like 45 minutes of it, like with commercials on who knows what oh, channel. 
yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. just that. And so it was always the second half. The first half I've so that means the second the first half I've only seen like I don't know ten times. Right. So I'm watching it. Sorry, I put it on yesterday. The, my family's never seen it. My wife is. Oh, never okay, seen yeah. That'd be so fun. I put it on, and she liked it, and the kid liked it. Yeah. Didn't love it. She goes, it was, it was, it was okay. It was a good movie. Like, All right, yeah. But she was laughing the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's okay if you didn't love it because it's a, it's just slapstick movie. It's not. Yeah, it's Chevy Chase. It's Chevy I understand why you turned off by it. Yeah, I told her about Chevy Chase. Yes. And how, because she's a Harry Potter fan, like super Harry Potter. So I was like, you know, the director of the first two of these movies would not do this because he hates that man right there so much. So I had to break that to her. And she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. No, Chevy Chase will punch people in the face. Like on SNL, he was punching people in the face left and right from the stories I hear. Well, it was only just Bill Murray. Well, Bill Murray, yeah, he's built, coked out Bill Murray. But also you hear that from people who weren't, weren't coked out at the time. Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Well, Lauren was coked out, too. Come on. Well, he, uh, Chevy Chase knocked out Jane Curtin. <laughs> I'd like to knock Fuck out you, Jane, Jane Curtin. you, you ignorant slut. <laughs> That's Dan Aykroyd. Um, but, yeah, I would say I feel like this is a movie that I bought. Remember when McDonald's used to sell video cassettes? Yeah. Like certain times a year. I had special. Wayne's World 2. No, Wayne's World. I forget which one it was. I think it was Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World 1. Yeah. yeah, I had that VHS from McDonald's. I, I got the Indiana Jones, uh, really? Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Temple of Doom from McDonald's because they were selling. Wow, they sold I Temple of Doom. They were selling those at the time because I think Last Crusade was out on video, so they were selling the first two to coincide with the new one that was out. They were wow. Promotion. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was pretty crazy. They also had the Land Before Time. Oh yeah. Um, and I want to say Edward Scissorhands. Probably. I think I remember seeing that one there as well. Yeah. But and I that was remember. like awesome. Because like we, when we had the first McDonald's go up in Wesley, it was like the best thing ever because we didn't. There was Wesley. 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 <laughs> anyway. That's the name of the small town, 700 people population. You know, we had a grocery store, a post office, and a bar. And you know like what's sad? Mexican bars. Almost double the size of the town I grew up in. There you go. Yeah. 400 people where I grew up. He probably had four times as many bars, too. Me? There's four more bars no, in just one. town. Just one? Oh. No, not when I was growing up, though. There was no bar. Now there is. Oh, okay. Actually, no, that's in, that's in the town over. So, yeah, no bars. Oh, wow. There's okay. a diner or like a breakfast joint. but. Oh, yeah. That's post office, sure. that. There's a hardware store, a funeral home. Oh, yeah. That's it. Not enough people <laughs> live there to die. Why Gas station. And a supermarket. There you go. Anyway, sorry. Old town, old old small town. Shit. Yeah, it was one of those towns where it was built. It was Muir, Michigan. Um, when the population's doubled since then, but if you look it up, it's like ninety eight point nine 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 percent white. It's adorable. Wow, that's but crazy. It, it was built on a river, so it was like a logging <laughs> town. So it, was, oh, okay. it blew yeah. up massive in the early eighteen hundreds, and then just oh, ghost yeah. town after that. So it's all Ugh. these decrepit houses. My house is built in eighteen thirties. Oh yeah. yeah. I was watching, again, you go down the, the path of YouTube rabbit hole. There's those guys that go across the country and just videotape their travels. And they stumble upon these old towns that are abandoned. Yeah, it's creepy. Like once upon t- yeah, it's, and the houses are still up. Like, they're all yeah. there. And there's cars in the parking lot. And, like, it's like a place where people go to hide stolen cars or something. I, that's what I feel like. That's why their cars there. It, that or, or insurance fraud cars. Where I'm, where I'm from, the town over is much bigger, po- bigger population. It's only like a 12, 15 minute drive, and there's like seven different prisons there. It's wow. a prison town. So what happens is they get out and they just move to Muir. So it's just it's all drug. You like there's literally meth labs blowing up in trailers. When I was, when I was growing up, my grandma's telling me about this because she still lived there after I left. She's wow. like, yeah, well the. Two streets down, their, their, their trailer blew up. I guess it was a meth lab. I'm like, you're remember, 85 years re- old. Oh. Remember your little friend from high school, Barry? Well, he exploded in another in another meth explosion. He's a liquid goo out in the yard. He's not uh, around anymore. I don't know why can't. my grandma has an accent, Canadian accent. I don't know why. Eh? He's a liquid goo. 
he blew up in gotcha, front of the no. host. He's, uh, she's from Fargo. He blew up in front of the host, and uh, he's not going to come back for dinner. Don't leave. You've you got to have breakfast. Oh, i got to have some pancakes here. Blueberry pancakes. Oh. you got to have oh, breakfast, Margie. Pancake help. Anyway. Um, okay. Hardy, yeah. Go get some hardies and enjoy your, your night crawlers. But to get back to this, oh, yeah. the yeah, this is a movie I grew up on heavily. And yeah. then I didn't watch it for like 20, 25 years. It's just one of those movies. That's that's mostly what I pick on this show. That's, that's what right. I, we're kind of amazed that you picked it, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've seen it off and on. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I, when I was a kid growing up, we'd watch it, of course. And then, you know, when you... You're not around for you know Christmas. You're always either working or you don't have time to watch movies. Because I remember you know sometimes when you're you're trying to survive on your own in the tw- in your twenties, you work during Christmas and you don't have time yeah, to watch you movies. Work in retail. Like, yeah. Oh God, I've done that many times, and that's a fucking nightmare in itself. <laughs> Quit many a retail job. We both had our Toys R Us experience. Oh yeah, I got my rejection letter from Target somewhere over here. I do have a few things to show. But I do want to say, this was, like, when I was a kid, this was my three Christmas movies, I'd say. Mm. Maybe just two. I'm trying to think of a third one. Like, other than, like, the, you know, Lethal Weapon Die Hard thing. We're not going to go there. Right, yeah, we won't talk about that. No, it was strictly Christmas. Just Christmas and, and clearly for Christmas. It was this and Scrooged for me. And that was really about it. Scrooged, I would say Scrooged. Definitely Scrooged is on there. This one... Uh, I, I would say uh, the the original Grinch. The okay, th- th- that's the third one. My mom yeah. loves the Boris Karloff one, not the Boris Karloff one. Yeah, yeah, not the, <clears throat> not the awful Jim Carrey one. No, no, I mean the original <laughs> Boris Karloff also has narration by Walter Matthau, and I bought that VHS on accident. It's the that's exact right, same yeah, movie, yeah. just dubbed over by Walter Matthau, and I gave because it to her. I was, yeah. I was so excited because she loves the Grinch. Yeah, and she's like, "Thank you." I was like, what? She's like, it's it's Walter Matha. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. And I listened to it with her, and I'm like, I, I get it. It's terrible. Yeah. There's no breachies yeah. or moochies. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, that must have came out during when Grumpy Old Men was out in theaters. They it was really bad. Sick. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the Walter, yeah, I remember that. Walter Matthau version. You're just like, what the fuck is this? There's no, uh, you're a mean one. Yeah. <laughs> You're terrible, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. football. Like, that one's awesome. So that was, yeah. I watched that every year because my mom was obsessed with that one. She yeah, loves the Grinch. Um, uh, yeah. what? what else? Because I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch The Christmas Story or It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas Story. Until yeah. about yeah. F- six years ago. Mm. For the first time I watched it, both those on the same night. Oh, and wow, like, these okay. are pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would say definitely... Christmas Story is one that we watched since I was a kid growing up, <clears throat> and then definitely Wonderful Life was. Would, but Wonderful Life, what's funny about that one is it would always air on Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving night, it would be on to get you ready for the Christmas season. Basically. Weird, yeah. And now it's on. I think Christmas Eve, it's always on NBC or something. Yeah. They always they always have a, a showing of It's a Wonderful Life. I always which assumed was it would a be bomb super... when it came out initially. Yeah. It's one of those movies I always assumed was going to be super cheesy and boring and blah, blah, blah. Like, I've seen A Miracle on 34th Street when growing up, and I, I find right. that movie a fucking slog to get through. Yeah, I, I don't watch that one. <clears throat> but... Buff on Gould on that one. Like I said, like six, seven years ago, I finally watched, and I was like, I love that movie. Like, it's a genuinely right. great movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt the same way about A Christmas yeah. Story. I was like, that was a fun movie. Yeah. I, I always wrote it up. First of all, I thought it came out in the 50s, because that's what it set, and I never right, yeah, looked yeah. into it, so I had no idea. Right, 1983. Yeah, and I'm seeing like Christopher Titus's brother, <laughs> Dave, yeah, right. Dave yeah, is yeah. in that Farkas. movie as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Farkas. <laughs> and, Farkas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, f- I had no idea this was the 80s. Made to look like the 50s. That's funny. I had no idea. Now, did you ever watch Christmas Vacation Part Two with with uh, uh, Randy Quaid's character being the star? And it's one of the worst things ever made. <laughs> Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've never heard of it. Um, and of course I kid because I have the video right here. <laughs> no, no. It's not even the same house? <coughs> no, not even close. Well, it's, it's supposed to be, 
Uncle Eddie's house, right? Why would Uncle Eddie Clark, have a mansion? Well, Clark Griswold's not supposed to be in this. They have the same wife. They have the same, you know. Yeah, that's so sad. Uh, Fred Willard's in it. Uh, oh, the original daughter. There's he's playing himself here. The original daughter from the Christmas Vacation. Yeah, no, the original daughter from the original Vacation. I think. Oh, okay. She's I, she, oh, I think she had a sad story too. Look her up. The only thing I, I know, the only thing I know about this movie is when Red Letter Media did their thing about it, and they that's all I know. Yeah, they did it. Exactly they right sent right it in the Universal, I think it is, yeah. and they're like, "Why?" Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it was one it's of the Jesse so episodes. <laughs> but, yeah. When he took off. But uh, there's a scene where he goes, "What's your boyfriend's name?" I don't care. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, they play that clip. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, this, this, Jessica, is, this is so lazy. Grabbed my good jacket and left me with this. I just can't. I think I could play this entire movie and nobody will say a thing. Oh, no, we can't. Sit around that house all day, all alone, Eddie. Hold on. I want to know if I can find that clip. No, it's already passed. Oh, yeah, Eric Idle's in this. Oh, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, Eric. Why would you do this movie, Eric Idle? This is obviously on the town. Uh, oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Uh, is that Randy Quaid? That's Randy oh, Quaid. No. Mr. Randall Quaid. Randall Quaid's ball sagging out. I do want to say I I really wanted to listen to the commentary by Randall Quaid on here. I would be curious, but I didn't because I realized it was probably recorded way before the crazy really set oh, in. Oh, absolutely, it was. Yeah. So and I was like, I'm gonna look up. You know, Randy Quaid commentary on uh, Christmas Vacation. Right. And instead, what I found was this. And I was so bored to tears by, by Randy Quaid that I decided not to listen to the commentary. Because listen, watch this first answer. He's so boring. Well, Randy, good morning. Here we are in Hollywood, and we're just all covered up with the Christmas spirit here. How nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and uh, appropriately so for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, one of the stars of the movie. Watch his face. I enjoyed, I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot. Did you? I really did. You are a a trip. Well, (laughs) Eddie's a trip. He's one of uh, my favorite characters. I I played the, uh, played him originally in the first vacation and in this one, uh, there are a few more scenes than in the original one, so I really got to know Eddie a little better and uh, was oh able God. to expand on the characters. characters. Yes, that's why I was like, nope, not listen to the commentary. Oh you know where God. that's going, so I'll stop. Oh, wow. Yeah, if, once you start talking about, I've really found the character. Oh, I'm done. It, that's horrible, yeah. That, that shit's fine to think inside your head in the moment. If, right. if that gets you to your spot, Jesus, that's great. Christ. But like, like yeah, it was really fun to play him. Like, give some fucking life. He looks like he's on Thorazine or something. I gotta tell you, you almost sound like Jack Nicholson there for a minute. <laughs> I did want to show these yeah. though. That was I a Goodwill. <laughs> oh, we, we Goodwill lately, huh? And I found. Oh, there you go. Yeah, fantastic vibe. It's the one where he's looking at the tree. It's yeah. got a plug-in and a button that talks, but I don't have batteries in it, so I don't know what he says. Oh, damn it. I think I assume he says, there it is, the Griswold right. family tree. Family Christmas tree, yeah. Because yeah. look at him. That's the scene where he's looking at the tree for the first time, and it's glowing. Joy yep. <laughs> to the world. Yeah. And then I got this one at the same Goodwill. Holy shit. Somebody, somebody who is a fan of the movie died. No, they're all new. Like, Goodwill has oh. legit Christmas stuff. Like, they brought in these in. This is from... Oh, wow. Yeah, last year. Like, they just yeah. got whatever nobody bought last year, and I'm like, oh, fucking Hall- awesome. Hallmark, Hallmark donated all their unused shit. The car is actually in better shape than it is in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's muddy and blows past wow. a snowbank. That's impressive. That's EK. Goodwill got good shit. Five bucks each. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Well, my, the only family tradition I have for Christmas is buying a at least one ornament every year. I need to start doing that. I, yeah. I've, 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 uh, my tree's very bare. We have. I have like four ornaments. Like a hundred. Yeah, I need, I need to get more. I need to, I need to get more ornaments. I, I literally have some from like 1985. It's just like these frail little things sitting there. I'm like, don't touch that one. Put it up high. It's from the fucking 
that thing will blow blow apart if you it, touch it, might, it. it might be made of asbestos watch out <laughs> yeah, it's true pure asbestos don't breathe don't breathe oh. near that one <laughs> dad look no no don't eat it <laughs> 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 I watched an Oppenheimer Christmas decoration where I simp with the mushroom cloud. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. A Barbenheimer one? Yeah, Barbenheimer. Where it's just Oppenheimer but with big old titties yeah. <laughs> and, and visible legs, short yeah, shorts. Getting fucked by Ken during an interrogation. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I would just love the. <clears throat> what's her name? Florence Pugh. Yeah, Florence Pugh, where she's on top while he's sitting, right. so you could put it on other. Like I could put yeah. him on, put her on Clark here with her giant brown nipples. Man, just let it go. I need to buy that movie. I haven't bought it yet. I, think, I, I need to buy one. those nipples. I had a Florence Pugh titty. I um, see her Florence pubes. But Christmas vacation. Yeah. Go to holiday favorite. It's just, it's just you know. I think everybody's talked about it like you know, ad nauseum. So everybody knows everything about. It. About it, there's not really any mystery to it, but it's um, a lot of people that got their star. I mean, you have Julie Louis Dreyfus in this movie. You have um, um, uh, 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 Juliette Lewis in this movie. You have a young, um, what's his name from the Big Bang Theory? Isn't that him? Johnny Galecki, yeah. Johnny Galecki, yeah. I mean, holy shit! Who would have thought that kid would have grown up to become a multi-millionaire off one of the worst fucking TV shows ever made? And one of the best TV shows ever made. Oh, Roseanne. Yeah, I love That's Roseanne. Right, yeah. So Roseanne's good. Yeah, Roseanne's a good show. You, he, that guy has been working his entire life. Yeah, and he's really right. good in the movie. He yeah, honestly, he's good. He, he has he's some actor, yeah. funny fucking reactions to things. Yeah. So you get he's why he gets better, cast in that sort of stuff. He's one one of the better Rusties. Yeah. And then of Anthony Michael Hall's. Yeah. Eh, whatever. <clears throat> Ethan Embry's good. Ethan Embry was in Vegas Vacation. He's a good one. And this is a fun fact. Nobody know who nobody knows who plays Rusty in European Vacation. Nobody. Oh yeah, you don't remember. <clears throat> See? Nobody knows. Isn't Eric Idle in European Vacation? Probably, but he doesn't play Rusty. That's for sure. Here's no, Rusty, my fifty five year old son. <laughs> I think Eric Idle is in, in that movie. Hold on. I think that's where that joke why, why he's in Christmas Vacation. He's playing the same character. He's in Christmas Vacation? Oh, the no, second one. the second one. The second one. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Look that up. Look Amy Heckerling directed it. Um, yeah, there you go. That's a big deal. <clears throat> Jason Lively plays Rusty Griswold. He's John good. Astin's in it. There you go. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. I don't see anything about Eric Idle. Really? Oh, I feel like there's a character that they keep running into. Oh, it's this kid. When you see him as a teenager, you recognize him. Like, look at this. Here's here's the kid, the kid who plays Rusty in European. You recognize him here, right? Been a bunch of stuff at that age. Uh, yeah. But then you see him as an okay. adult, and you're like, who's that pedophile? Oh, <laughs> my God. Look at that. She looks like a broken, a broke-ass Casper Van Dien. <laughs> who's already broke. Who's already broke. It's oh, like, oh no. European Vacation, Eric Idle, the bike rider. Yes. He's, he's, he's deep idea. in that, in the cast. Yeah. You gotta so go view the, the full cast. Yeah, I think that's the joke. Is Eric Idle is like a tank. Oh. It's ran over throughout the whole movie in vacation, in vacation. But European, uh, vacation. European vacation. But European that's the one that Eddie's not in. It's the only one that Eddie's not in. Don't ask why they make these connections. <clears throat> they're terrible. I've only seen European Vacation like twice, very yeah, early on in my yeah, life, because I, I love the first one and I love this one, and then. I love. I actually love. Still love Vegas Vacation. Like Frank and I talk about that one. That's fun. Yeah, Vegas it's, is fun. Not great, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. Rusty wins a bunch of cars, and they all drive him out at the end. Great. Yeah. But European Vacation, I don't remember enjoying that much. No. Um, this one is supposed to be Australian Vacation. Ooh. Yeah, and that John Hughes is like, no. <laughs> Found a script. Yeah, but it, this one is really simple. It's it's just a comedy where he hurts himself or he breaks stuff right. for an hour and a half. That's right. really about it. Yeah. And he has it's to deal awful. with all his family and family-in-law at the same house at the same time. Right. And there's a bunch of hilarious stuff, like even small stuff. Like 
I love when he's in the attic. He gets locked up in the attic. Because Doris, what's her name, locks him up there. Yeah. And he's like, right. he's standing there and he's got, he puts on the, he puts he's on this cold. fur. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the wide angle of him just falling through the ceiling and he just yeah. lands on the top bunk. He drops like a foot and a half. It's such a funny visual. And he never reacts. Just... And then that wonderful Ray Charles song plays over him watching old movies. Yeah. Well, he does the Gloria Swanson what a, thing. What a wonderful thing. <laughs> he, he's dressed just like Gloria Swanson in Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. He's yeah. watching the old movies. He's hunched up. Uh, he's crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <clears throat> you got that character actor who's in everything back then. You get your you get your first uh, appearance of uh, the uncle, the uncle that smokes cigars. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, Dickie. Um, not not George Burns. No, it's not George Burns. Uh, that was an awful poster. But I, I never it was supposed George to be George Burns, Burns, but they couldn't get him. Was it supposed to? Yeah. Uh, William Hickey. Uh, William Hickey is a thousand times funnier than George Burns. Yes. Yeah. He's also sixty-one here. This is the character actor I was talking about. How he's sixty-one here. His wife, May Quistel Bethany, Aunt Bethany, is like ninety-one. Yeah, and she's the original voice of Betty Boop. Yes, she was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, the last thing she did before she died. And William Hickey was in um, the producers. He's in the producers, the Mel Brooks movie. At the end, he's he plays one of the drunks when they're celebrating at the end of the movie. It's like one of his first trip, one of his first movies. I think it was 1969, that movie. Shows you how I, old William Hickey is or how long he's been around. I need to watch New York Stories now because here's a picture of that actress and Woody Allen. <laughs> She's oh looking down. Oh, my God. What the hell is uh, that? I think she plays his mom or something. That's funny. Hello. There she is. Young. She's got an active career. She's, she's always working. Damn right. I need the money to pay off this kidney infection. She died at 89. That's a long time. That's a good way to go. In 98. Damn. She lived longer than that. Yeah. That's pretty good. She, but I, I feel like this movie has been loved and cherished for as long as, it, as it's been around. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think this is an underrated movie. This isn't like a hidden gem. Everybody knows this movie. Everybody watches it for Christmas. It even has a fucking a casino slot machine based on it. I saw that the other day. The slot machine. So does the Wizard of Oz. Well, there's the Wizard of Oz one. There's Willy Wonka one. There's so many. And those you never went on because they're fucking cheaters. Yeah, I don't touch those ones. I don't touch those. Because they're there to really draw your attention to. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. They cost like seventy dollars a roll. He's like, "Oh my god, what? I, I, I bid what? I didn't know I was gonna do that. What?" I want to play the one where it looks like the animated characters do not speak English. And it's like Chinese log or something like that. Oh, a weird yeah, translation. Those are the best ones. <laughs> Firecracker Express, like yeah. those that you went on. Take American Joe for paying off machine. I do know exactly what you mean, though. It's it's a it's ubiquitous. Especially around the holidays, but it's it's just a solid movie from start to finish. There's so many things, there's so many jokes in there that I just laugh at every time I see it. Like the the yeah. squirrel stuff, I love <clears throat> the frying the cat. Yep, <clears throat> that cat had nine lives. You can spin them all. <laughs> the amount of times the uncle gets caught on fire. Yes. When he falls through the attic is funny. It's, it's not the freaking Christmas <clears throat> dog, Chris. And then. Beverly D'Angelo gets home and goes to put her presents up in the attic and yeah. pulls down the thing and he falls through. And it's the sap, the sap part. The Christmas sap is one of the best parts. That's a good bit. I love that she just never acknowledges it. She just deals with it. Yeah. And, and then it drives the turkey at the end where the turkey deflates. And they're all trying to eat <laughs> I it. I told you I overcooked it. it. I just I'm like, I'm, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that on Christmas Day. I'd be so pissed off. I wouldn't like, even care. Fucking... You ruined fucking Thanksgiving Christmas for me, you bitch. So I'm all about sides. So the meat's ruined. Okay, it's, it sucks, but it's fine. No, we gotta have the meat for the sides. Uh, you can't have the sides without the meat. I can. You can't have the meat without your pudding. <laughs> My hands felt just like. All right, what do you say? What do you used to say? My hands. Fl- Sweat. 
Just like Sweat. two balloons. <laughs> Those sweaty balloons. Sweat uh. like two balloons. Um, I don't know. There's just so many. And the, the, the fact that uh, the introductory scene of Julie Louis-Dreyfus and her husband, boyfriend, whatever he I, is. I don't know, Marco. And she goes, he goes, what are you going to do with oh. a tree that big? And he goes, bend over, I'll show you. And he goes, you yeah. don't talk to me that way. He goes, wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Jason Nash, which is funny. Yeah, there's a lot of bits in this movie. It's, it's iconic. It's it, with the, the lights. And he puts it, you know, yeah. plugs in all the lights, <coughs> blows out the, the whole grid. <coughs> it's, it's great stuff. It's a great. Yeah. It's just one of those go-to Christmas. It's like a warm blanket. You gotta, you gotta put it on during Christmas. You just have to. Even if you just watch it once in the background, you just, it's just during this time of year, it just feels good. Yeah. You know it's on, you're watching it. You don't have to watch it all the way through, but you'll pick up all the moments where you're like, where the best parts, and you just kind of sit and watch those. Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> and then the whole curse out his boss thing. Yeah, that was a good part. I mean, I like how Chevy Chase, that's what he's good at, is doing those kind of uh, rants. Those rants that he loses his mind on. It was like he goes, ah, where's the aspirin? Where's the town hall, whatever. Chad, Chad, talk to me. Ah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Where's the town hall? And then um, the scene where, uh, oh, God. Um, oh, the cat. The cat in the box. She packed her, she wrapped her goddamn cat. <laughs> and he just, like, he just shakes the box. It's just him doing it. But he does it so well. Like, he, it's just such a good sight gag. And Chevy Chase had a had a talent for being physical comedy, and I don't give him that much credit. He was a good yeah. physical comedian. Oh, definitely. And he just he plays that bit. It's just so fucking funny, and it's like it's just him. He's doing it. It's not like the, he, the, the there's like a there's a, a special effect in the box. It's him doing it. Yeah. It's him with an empty box, like like and just trying to go crazy. I just want oh, to play the, the end of, the end of it. Oh. Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> That's how we answer. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Randy Quaid goes to kidnap the boss, who's played by Bill Murray's stepbrother or half brother, Brian, Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray. Murray who's been for a long time. Yeah, he he shows up. He gets kidnapped, and he rises at the Griswold house. And within like forty-five seconds, he gets talked out of a kidnapping charge into yes. giving the family money and all his employees money. <laughs> He's yeah, so quickly same, turned same around. With the cops, yeah. <laughs> And then little do they know that he, he brought uh, him five pounds of veal. Oh, that was Scrooge. That's for a choo-choo train. Well, I should get a job and go buy a choo-choo train. And then he goes. Hey, goddamn kids. Feeding in the fucking, or the goddamn quarters. Yeah. They keep thinking they're going to get to it. There is no end. It's just a loop. Noah's Arcade from Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. Randall Murray's in that, too. Yes. He plays yeah. an evil businessman yeah. in that one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And Caddyshack. He's in Caddyshack. He's in, he's in fucking everything. Well, he shows up. now that we're... You mentioned Caddyshack, and that's not quite this, but let's discuss this. Because the movie's been discussed to death. I'm, I'm actually curious about National Lampoons, because that is part of the title of this movie. National Lampoons right. Christmas Vacation. That used to be a thing. Yeah, it was, for good it was a magazine, radio show. It, yeah. was, it was a whole... It was basically a... a, a well, National Lampoon's Animal House, National Lampoon's um, radio show, National Lampoon magazine. It just, I want that magazine, though, where it's the dog with a gun to its head. It says, you don't buy this magazine where it kills yeah. the dog. I they want actually, that magazine. They did that in the movie, too. The Stone yeah. Cold, Stone Dead, and Extremely, whatever it is. Right, yeah. And then, um, the well, I guess originally John Hughes wrote for National Lampoon, yeah. and he wrote the Griswold stories. They were like, they were short stories. With Clark Griswold and all these, you know, all these shenanigans that would come up with him, and they basically took that, and made a movie, and Harold Ramis did the first one, coming off of, you know, he was National Lampoon, um, or he did Caddyshack, then he did National Lampoon's Vacation. He, I think he directed that one, right? Yeah, and he directed vacation. vacation. Yeah, and then he also did, he did Animal House as well, right? No, that's uh, John Landis. Was Harold Ramis? No, but he wrote. Did he write? I Animal think he wrote House? it. He co-wrote. Uh, yeah, but, so because he was part of the. 
their movie started off with there's original company, there's Animal House, and then there's Class Reunion, right? Movie Madness, Vacation, Joy of Sex, European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, right? And then it started to get complicated, <clears throat> yes, because it was starting to get sold off, because the magazine's dead by then, I think, and then yes. Then we start to see a movie I actually kind of enjoy is uh, Loaded Weapon 1. It's a fun yes. spoof movie. That's a fun one. Yeah, that's a fun one. Senior Trip, which was not fun. Yeah, that was late 90s, though, wasn't it? 95. Vegas oh, Vacation. Oh, then Golf Punks. That's when you start becoming straight-to-video, bottom-of-the-barrel, bad comedy yes. era. And then the only movie I think on this list that's made money... Since the original list, Van Wilder. Van Wilder, I forgot about that, yeah. And then Replicate, Black Ball, Jake's Booty Call. Uh, there's National Lampoon, Inc., Gold Diggers, Dorm Days, Barely Legal. You're, they basically turned into a softcore porn factory. Pretty for, much. For dude yeah. bros in college. Yeah, Going the distance. Era. The Almost Guys, Adam and Eve, Cattle Call, A Quest for Fisteru, Pucked, Van Wilder, Rise of Taj. <laughs> Wow, the so beat. I was in a 2000 and 2005 period of comedy. Right now we're in 2006. Wow. Um, Beach Party at the Threshold of Hell, 2006. Stoned Age, 2007. Totally Baked, a Potumentary, 2007. Bag Boy, One Too Many. Robo Doc, 2009. Transylvania, yeah. Endless Bummer, Cheerleaders yeah. Must Die. Yeah. Dirty Movie, 2010. The, the Dictator's Son, Frat Chance, The Legend of Awesomest Maximus. Snatched, Surf Party, Drunk Stoned, Brilliant, Brilliant Dead. That's the one where... Um, That's the documentary. Yeah, the documentary. The, the, the mockumentary or... Yeah. Yeah, that actually was actually that was pretty good. <laughs> well, that was on Netflix, wasn't it? It was a Netflix movie? Um, blah, 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 blah. This is the documentary. The other one is a futile and stupid gesture. That's the actual movie. Right. I think I saw both. That's the one with the dog. Yeah, because that was a magazine cover. Yeah. And I have one of the magazines here, I think. Oh, yeah, there it is. I can't get to it. Hold on, maybe <sighs> I can. Hold, hold on. You know what's sad is there are like 75 more titles for National Lampoons. But oh, I'm there's just... too many, and they're all junk. And I'm out of breath because I'm sick, so I'm just not going to do it. It's just, it became a very, very shit product. Like, when you make 75 things, maybe 100 things, and four of them are good. I don't know how you feel about Animal House. This is the... This is the only one that I own. The dog, the the, the I can't see magazine you. with the dog cover is like fucking. It's just like a hundred dollar book. This one I do have though. Um, the Wild West. Uh, hold on. But the, the Indian is gonna kill yeah. this kid. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I was gonna read that. Um. Yeah. What year is that from? Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, 78. Oh, okay. June 1978. Even blue girls get the cows. Cowboys of many lands. Uh, Gahan Wilson playing cowboy and heathen red Indian savages. Oh, God. That oh, sounds God, like fun. Oh, that's just funny. And this kid is coming through the bath. Coming through the room. Is, this thing going to scalp him. Oh, that's <laughs> funny shit. That's the only National Food <clears throat> magazine that I have, though. I think I found it in some box, and I just kept it. Cause, man, I, I just I want that dog one though. It's so fucking expensive. It'd be fun though, because it basically says like, "Buy this magazine, or we'll shoot this dog." Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch. Let me let me look it up. See how much it's going for on eBay right now. Oh, type it's... in National Lampoon. It's probably a three hundred dollar magazine. I this movie National Lampoon's Christification has a seven point five on IMDb with two hundred fourteen thousand views. I don't want to oversell it because it's not an amazing movie, but it is definitely a solid movie. But it kind of benefits yeah. from the Christmas factor because if you remove the Christmas from this, it's just a funny movie. Right, it's, yeah. You wouldn't be like remembering it that that long into its since its release date. Right. So I kind of you kind of have to discount it a little bit there. I think Scrooge works without the Christmas stuff. Cuz you got more of a right, wild yeah. tale there. But I, I give it a seven. I give Christmas Vacation a seven. Oh, it's definitely a seven. Yeah, it's a, a high seven. One of those, um, like I said, it's it's almost it's, it's almost 
borderline, borderline between nostalgia and sentimentality, but still funny. So it's like it's not just nostalgia why you love it so much. Yeah, and there is a there are sweet moments in there because he's at the water cooler, you know, in the garage, or oh. and his dad comes up to him. Right. Yeah. And he's like, "It's right here. I have it. One hundred and fifty dollars for the yeah. magazine. Not not as crazy as I expected." You could get a canvas large print for $17. There you go. That's probably better yet. And here's the dad. Oh, wow. $324. $299.99. Yeah, it goes back and forth in price. That's insane. You get the magnet for your fridge, though. $17. Just as, just as much as the fucking print is. <laughs> yeah. It's a magnet. <laughs> for your fridge. Can't put a magnet on oh. my wall. How wonderful is that? My walls aren't made of metal. Fantastic. So, Dick, I don't know. I, I barely bring this up ever. But this actor right here is... Um, he's the star of a little movie called Seconds, directed by someone named Ron Frankenheimer. Oh, my so God. He's, he's the main star of the first half of the movie. Yes. He's the main character. He plays Arthur Hamilton. Wow. Who's then Rock Hudson the rest of the movie. Interesting. Yes. So, and the reason I bring that up, just coincidentally, is I've chosen my next week's movie. Uh oh. Our our next Christmas movie. Oh okay. And <laughs> why not kill two birds with one terrible, terrible stone, Dick? Why not just get this oh. out of the way? You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh no. Reindeer games. Oh God. Yeah. 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 John Frankenheimer's Reindeer Game, starring Ben Affleck, what's her name, yeah. Charlie Theron, uh, Dennis Farina, James, Donald Logue, Gary Sinise, <laughs> yeah. um, um, Danny Trejo's in it, Clarence oh, Williams is, III's in it. Yeah, it's a great cast. It's Who else is cast. in it? It's got everyone. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of people, yeah. It's sad it's, to say. It, it's a enjoyably stupid movie. It is a it bad is, movie, but it's fun to it's, watch. It's fun. It's funny. But you get to see Charles Theron naked half the movie. Yeah, especially the director's cut. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if I saw the director's cut or not. Well, I think I have that in the... I feel like... Because I saw it on on, uh, HBO Max when it was on. I finally watched it on there a couple of years ago. Let's watch the trailer. Oh, God. We walk out of here. What's the first thing you're going to do? Pecan fucking pie. A piece of pecan pie. He was a reformed ex-con who wanted to start a new life. You, Ashley? I've been dreaming about that smile for so long. She was the girl of his dreams. When I read what you wrote to me, I said, here's a guy they say is a criminal, but he's not. When I get back in that room, you better be wearing nothing but a candy cane. Welcome home, Candy. Hey, sis. But between them and happiness... What do you want from me? I read your letters, convict. He knows you worked at that casino. ...stands a team of criminals who wanted to take down the state's richest casino. It's just my luck. Finally meet a boy that I'm crazy about, and uh, my brother wants him worse than I do. You want to hear about some job of mine? I want some hot chocolate and some pecan, pecan fucking oh, start talking. Oh, they censored it. I can really go for some onion rings. <laughs> what started out as love... Do you remember all those letters you wrote me about me and you against the whole world? We can have it all if you just give him what he wants. Could end up in murder. What did you think's gonna happen? The thing's gonna be over? He's just gonna let me go? He's gonna shoot me in the back of the head like this. You're gonna get me a disguise. You're sending me into an <laughs> Indian casino dressed like a cowboy. It was that or a ballerina. Hey. He was talking to the managers like that! Something tells me you're not being <laughs> totally honest with me. Rule one. Every put a car seat behind the wheel. Ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, Charlie Theron. In the new thriller from John Frankenheimer. Ow. I hate that they say John Frankenheimer's name in the credits or in the trailer. Wow, that that is not the movie at all. By the Could, way, no, that is com- not the movie at all. I finally That's found a man I love. Mark- my brother wants him more. Huh? 
Yeah, I mean, that's in the movie, <clears throat> but it's it is. not the movie. But they don't want to give away too it much. Is. No, <clears throat> I, but then there's also, oh, plot twist number three. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. You're like, wait, what? Huh? Why? Yeah, there's... Why? It's a movie full of character actors in a script that shouldn't have been made into a movie until it had like 17 more drafts. Directed by someone who's at the end of his life <laughs> going, f- fuck it, all right. I owe a movie to Miramax. F- uh, all right. Damn it. All right. Well, I've been doing this for 50 flat. fucking years. Uh, all right. I'll <laughs> like, do it. God damn it. I'll do it. And, yeah. My house needs a paint job. I'll do it. And Because he, he clearly wasn't past his prime because Ronin was only two years pri- prior to this. Yeah. And Ronan is incredible. <laughs> this Ronan's one is... very good. That's the thing. It's like, man. He just didn't I think care. He you could tell. His, he sh- I think he shot his Ronan and it wasn't like a big hit. So he's just like, well, fuck this. I, I think he, the, the, the whole way through, just was getting so much shit. And he yeah. probably hated Weinstein. and. Oh, absolutely. Because he's an old school dude, Frankenheimer. Like, old school, right. like, in control. And then Weinstein's the same way, only not old school. So he's probably like, fuck this prick. Here's he's your crazy. shitty movie. And he tried to fuck his, his wife. You saw that twice on episode. <laughs> uh, she f- Lincoln fucked her. Lincoln <laughs> fucked her. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's Christmas season. We're excited to watch another Christmas movie. And so is Kiefer. Hey, Kiefer, you a pirate, man. That would explain everything. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. National Lampoon's. Should I? Uh, never mind, I already deleted it. I can't play another clip. <laughs> oh, you deleted that one a, clip? A vacation, I can't. Oh, okay. I was, was going to play a clip from it to say goodbye to it, but I already deleted it, so fuck it. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, just imagine him doing some wacky hijinks and getting slapped in the face. They did the original Sideshow Bob thing. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. He does it three times. Oh, man. The whole attic sequence is just funny to me. (laughs) I love he just ruins his neighbor's Christmas for literally no reason. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) He has that that, um, fucking now... that uh, icicle goes through the window yeah. and destroys their $8,000 CD player. You know what's funny is this is the first time I watched it where I realized it was an icicle. Yeah. I always assumed it was part of the railing. Right, yes. And I'm like, why don't they see it? And I'm like, oh, the water. It's an icicle. Okay. Icicle, yeah, melted. God yeah. damn, I'm dumb. Why is there water everywhere? I don't yeah. know, Marco. <laughs> yeah. There's a hole in the window, and then he, they look out the window, and they see the trajectory, and then they get pissed. And they never do anything about it till later when she gets attacked by the dog. And I loved it when they look into the window and they see this. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. It's basically Cousin Eddie's uh, (laughs) mute son. (laughs) Fucking kid does not talk in this movie. No, he does not, which is probably a good thing. You don't want the kid. If the kid can't act, don't let him talk. He looks like Elvis. That's funny enough. Leave him alone. Yeah. And what, while we're at it, let's put a wig for no reason on the daughter. Right. Why is she wearing like a straw wig? It looks terrible. Well, that, that's another line that my family, that we re- repeat with each other all the time. Is, you serious, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just tracked Santa over the Northeast. Yeah. You serious, well, Clark? He's, the kids go outside and, and Eddie looks at him. You serious, Clark? That's, that's <laughs> one of our go-to lines that we say to each other. You serious, Clark? He just looks at him. Yeah, that's great. I love the scenes where Eddie comes in when he's first introduced and he he pushes the stuff and knocks it down. Yeah. They're drinking out of the moose glasses from the first yeah. vacation movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you look, he's wearing the white shoes that that Clark gives him at, at the end of vacation. Ah, he's wearing okay. the exact same shoes. I was looking at that nice. too. Little nice little touches. There. Yeah, it's in the, well, the, the, the the macro verse. And I don't think that was John Hughes or anyone writing that. I think that was I think that was Randy Quaid. Remembering, maybe because yeah. Randy Quaid is super into this character. Clearly, Raw, he's one of the most yeah. Uh, interesting I get characters I've ever played. It's like when you think of like character actors, you got like James Dean. You got like uh, Paul Giamatti was great. Paul Giamatti, 
You, then you got your Randall it. Quaid's. Yes. You got your here, Christian, Christian Bale. Yeah, I, I would say here's the difference. Uh, Paul Giamatti, they're talking about his different role. He's on GQ.com on YouTube, and they brought up Limbo from Planet of the Apes. And he goes, Limbo? What the hell is that? Lim- oh, oh, the ape! Oh, right, yeah! <laughs> oh, that was his name, Limbo? Oh, shit! And he goes, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, no, it's great. I love being that. I love being that movie. He got to barely do anything. It's great. He said uh, he loved, he grew up loving Planet of the Ape movies. Yeah. And when he got to play an ape, he, he told his agents, he says, if you put me in this movie as a fucking human, I'm going to fire you. I want to be, <laughs> be an ape. Like, you better put me as an ape. When Goddamn he right. I'm the new Marotta McDowell, bitch. Oh, he loved it. He said, he said it was great fun. He loved doing that part. He loves having... The ability to do like physical stuff and like have bad teeth or prosthetic. He likes having fun with that. He looks like a fun actor to work with. Oh, he's awesome. I Randy Quaid looks like a miserable prick. Right. That was probably, you know. <laughs> and then here comes Randy Quaid. Uh, yeah, the character of uh, Eddie is one of the funnest characters I've ever played. And, and I really enjoy the character. I take six weeks and I live in a, in a trailer. In Minnesota, in the snow, just to get in touch with his inner like stupidity, and I don't, I don't and I purposely hit myself in the head with a tire iron twenty times a day, just to be oh, stupid. I'm just thinking of something. Was was he? Because three people from the Vacation series have been on SNL on the worst years. I'm wondering yes. if it was the same year because Julie Louis Dreyfus was on there for a year. Right, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Hall. Randall Quaid was on there for a year, and then yeah. Anthony Michael Hall was on for a year. Was that the same I, fucking year? It might have been the same year. That was like the the worst, like eighty one, like eighty one, eighty four, something like so, that. I forget what year it was. It was just yeah, the goddamn worst. Hey, speaking of that, you know, what I watched the other day the Kramer meltdown from two thousand six. Oh God, I, I haven't seen that. that since then. In the in the bar oh, I was my in. God. Oh my God, that was amazing. That was funny. Okay. And, and then to watch him do that uh, apology tour on David Letterman was so embarrassing. Stop laughing. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. <laughs> Fucking Seinfeld's asshole. Stop laughing. Stop, Stop funny. laughing. It's not funny. It's being serious. Oh, I remember all this oh. vividly. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That seems like uh, yesterday, honestly. Yeah, it was 17 years ago. Um, Fucking nuts. When was Julie Lee Dreyfus on? I'm doing a little composition here. Oh, my God. I think uh, you're right. I, I am right so far. Wow. Um, I'm, I got one more to go. When was Randall and Quaid? Robert, Dan- Robert Downey Jr. Yes, was he, was on the, he was on the same thing. <coughs> but he's not in these movies, so I'm not counting him. No. He's in Back to School. Um, okay, hold on. Almost. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Dick. I'm not. I am exactly right. The conspiracy theory has become reality. We are through the looking glass here, people. Now I want to look up uh, Anthony Michael Hall, because I think that was the same season. Why is black? No, not Anthony Michael Hall, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I think they are the same season. Uh, oh, my God. This is amazing. So that was also the Eddie Murphy years, though, wasn't it? No, Eddie Murphy Eddie was Murphy. on after the first season. No, Eddie Murphy was there in the 80s, but he was, like, the only good part of the 80s. Like, he was on it for, like, three seasons, I think. And he's, like, the only good thing. And him and Joe Piscopo. Yeah, 80 to 84, so stars. after the first five. Yeah, yeah, No, but he left, and then, get this, okay. I, I can't believe how right I was and how gross this is. Robert Downey Jr. was 85 to 86. Wow. Keep that in mind. 85 yes. 86. Right. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus was on a little bit longer than we thought, eighty-two to eighty-five. Oh shit! Randy Quaid, eighty-five to eighty-six. Wow. Same as RDJ. Anthony Michael Hall, eighty-five to eighty-six. Yes. Oh, so Julia Louis Dreyfus missed it by a year, but her stink was still left over. Apparently, well, she's still she's still there. She's still very much part of it. That is disgusting. How long, how long is it, Eddie Murphy's on there for what, like eighty-three to eighty-five? Eighty to eighty-four. No. 84, 83 to 84. 80 to 84. <coughs> oh, 80 to 84. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I thought he was only for four seasons, yeah. And those you can't find. They, they never released those because Lauren Michaels wasn't the producer during that time. He left the show. 
So Lauren Michaels, and that's when the show really got bad. Lauren Michaels was gone. So I guess out of spite, those episodes never <clears throat> get re-ran. I had the I had the best of Eddie Murphy growing yes. up on VHS, and they had the Buckwheat sketch, and they had a few of yeah. them. But they, yeah. they, other than that, you couldn't find the Eddie Murphy sketches. No, they're almost impossible to find, yeah. unless they've released them on DVD since. Well, I now they released them all they online, so therefore they're all available. Right, but I'm kind of curious if there is a, how far did SNL go with their season box releases? When they were releasing them on DVD, but I don't think they did many. I don't think they did many either. Yeah, no, it's kind of like the Simpsons. They kind of gave up halfway through, and they're like, "Fuck this." Well, the Simpsons got pretty far. They did. Now, remember they released streaming though. That's why they're all they're on Disney Plus. Do you remember they got to like season twelve on Blu on DVD, and then they released season twenty because it just came out. Well, because it was yeah, the other special. They wanted to do that, and then then season, yeah. And then they really slowed down where it was like. Well, two a year, I think, after that. Every six months they Stuff release like one. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, just release them. Come on. The, the commentaries are the best part of those, yeah. show those DVDs. Get the Matt, Matt X Cohen on there. That was great. And Conan oh, would show up for some. Oh, the Conan O'Brien commentaries are fucking wonderful. And I still want to listen to the commentary on this, but thank God there's no Chevy Chase in the commentary. I think I can actually get through it. I have a disdain Ooh. for Chevy Chase. You know that, but... Oh yeah, you can't deny he's talented and really good at the the slapstick humor like you, you were talking about right, earlier. Yeah. You can't deny yeah, that. Yeah. The no. man's hilarious. He knows what he's doing, but the problem is right. he just says yes and agrees to things without really thinking them through. Yeah, like Funny Farm was the movie he did before this, and that made George Roy Hill quit. It made him quit directing. The man who directed wow some of the greatest movies of the six like sixties and seventies. Wow, the seventies, I should say. Because you got Butch Cassidy in '69, and you got Slaps Slap Shot, and then you got uh, the what's the what's the uh, the the damn it? What is that one called? Which one? The other George Ray Hill one where it's about stealing stuff. God damn it! What is that one called? Oh, The Sting. The Sting. Yeah, he's directed like three incredibly like huge movies, like really good movies, like Best Picture yeah. winners, and then. Chevy Chase made him quit directing. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Because so, Ch- Chevy Chase tried to get him to direct this, and he's like, I'm not coming back. I'm done. Because of Funny wow. Farm. And it was funny because I, I saw that, and then Christmas Vacation ends on HBO Max. Then it goes, Funny Farm, funny watch farm. next. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. Funny Farm, watch this. A man self-destruct. <laughs> watch a director hate his life and quit his entire career. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, Chevy Chase. I just have a disdain for him. He's made so many people quit and hate him. And and Chevy Chase says this is his favorite movie. Funny Farm. Funny Farm. He says it's one of his. It's his favorite movie that he ever did. The man was on a very successful and respected TV show for many years, and couldn't stop talking shit and getting in fights with people and he got fired and they wrote him off wow. where he jerked off to death that's how he gets killed on community i don't know if you know that they said he was donating sperm and jerked off to death because dan Harmon fucking hated him and he goes you know what i'm gonna write this stupid death for you because you're such a prick so this yeah. so that's how they wrote him out of the show dan Harmon ain't exactly a fucking lovely person either no but that's how bad Chevy Chase is. Yeah. Because Donald, uh, Donald Glover left, and they went, you know what, Troy, he, he went on a sailing trip. He went around the world in a sailboat. They wrote him off, like, literally sailing into the sunset, and Chevy Chase was like, he jerked off to death until his old man's shitty heart died. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. Love it. Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. <clears throat> Have you ever seen the Amer- Donald Glover America video? This is America? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll make sure. Yeah. I was watching yeah. that before we went live. Oh, shit. That's, that was a while ago, though, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, it just came up on there, and I was like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. This is America. It just shoots the person in the back of the head. Yeah, oh, that's funny. And now he's going to do a uh, Lando Calrissian movie. Is he? Oh, Maybe. God. I don't know. They announced the shit, and they never do it, so who knows? They're so fucked up over there, it's not even funny. Well... I say uh, 
Let's go uh, do the Utah U-Lock, sing some carols, put out the U-Lock fire with some eggnog, and go to bed for the old fat man to come down to Germany and give us some presents. Not that kind of log. I don't know what you think I didn't think you said, but that scene goes on way too long, by the way. U-Log. I'm going to put that on my back screen of the TV on the IM for Christmas Eve. I'll just watch it for four hours straight. The U-Log. All right, Dick. Until next time. In the meantime, Phoenix West. Dick, Dick, Dick. That way. So long, citizens. Let's play the outro. Bye. Uh... It's dead. <laughs>